Hello, it's Linny Stein, the creator of the Gut Academy, where we give you the tools that you need to start getting the results you want. In our 12-week fermenting Christmas, our festive Christmas series that we're doing live on our Facebook page, Fermenting for Life, every Friday. And this week, we went with 20 ways to sauerkraut for the festive season. Because we're getting close, Christmas is near, and there's nothing that screams I care for you than receiving a jar of homemade sauerkraut. When life gives you cabbage, you make sauerkraut. So we're going to go through 20 ways with that festive touch that you can share with your family and, of course, make extras to share with others. Just like, you know, the wonderful Koreans, they have those kimchi days. Just like the tomato sauce making days that the Italian families have. The grandmas, they would organise like the families and they make like a hundred wombok kimchi. They mainly have the help with their daughters-in-law. How beautiful. Sometimes they would make like a 500 wombok kimchi. Isn't that a lot of cabbages? The soft leaf cabbage. Those larger quantities, they were often stored in huge stoneware pots and buried until the pot was required. In today's world, you'll see that most of the Koreans have kimchi fridges so that they're like at that wonderful temperature, sort of at the same similar temperature of being under that ground. But they, I have many kimchi recipes in my kimchi book and of course in module three of my uh, create awesome fermented food goes right into um, the traditional way of making kimchi and, and in the ebook there's just a bundle of bonuses and we could have a book club as well where we not only read but we implement the strategies but back to my have you ever hosted a christmas sauerkraut party you can do this any time of the year when your cabbages are in season because if you haven't hosted one, they're a lot of fun. You just gather your friends and boxes and boxes of cabbages in your kitchen and you slice and you salt and you hug and you massage and you pack away or you go through lots of heads of cabbages and you put it up for the whole year's supply. I think sharing your love and labour amongst friends with just like the Koreans and the Italians did in the kimchi days and the tomato sauce making days, you have plenty of laughter and smiles and you can put on some bling if you want to and pull out some beverages and have just a great time. I love to make hampers and I always put little sauerkraut. My family and friends are always waiting and they love the, the Christmas sauerkrauts. And I also make a little really special surprise because did you know that wealthy Romans back in the time, they used to bathe in saffron baths and rose water because I think that would really bathe all the senses at once. It's such a delightful blend and it's easy to make. Just get some saffron and put it into your rose water and put it into a pretty little bottle. It looks lovely. It just adds a mystique to any dish. Beautiful in your festive hampers, as I said. So it's a perfect marriage with just a jar or two of sauerkraut and wrap it up in a little a reusable basket. And that's a great little gift. I think gifting your pretty bottles of your gut-loving festive sauerkraut 
there's just plenty of variations and that's what we're going to go into um, you can follow me along in those there is a live in our little video series if you go to my home my online home linnystein.com i actually it's it's there and there's actually a free book that you can download uh, you don't have to sign up for anything but it's 20 ways to sauerkraut so let's just go through a little bit of it of what you can put in a festive sauerkraut you can include things like mustard seeds, shredded ginger, seaweed, especially your kombu that's lovely in sauerkraut and it has so many uses, and some lemon slices. Just make your lemon slices a bit bigger as they will shrink and they do double duty because you can chop them up, peel and all, and just throw them in just about anything from your salads to grain dishes. And baked potato, it's just amazing. It gives it a flavour boost. But of course, you can eat the lemon in your sauerkraut too. If you soak your potatoes in a sauerkraut brine for 12 to 24 hours before you make, say, your chips or your roast spuds, especially for your festive lunch, it'll make them more digestible and lower in starch and very tasty to boot. So apple kraut is a very nice one and you can use some green cabbage, some radicchio, some shallots and use the green part as well. Some apple and juniper berry and just a little touch of allspice. A red apple kraut is very easy and quick to make and it, it will ferment a lot quicker than like the traditional sauerkrauts because it's got the fruit in there. So just some red and green cabbage diced apple, turmeric, fresh turmeric and fresh ginger. So all you do is massage, say a quarter of a red cabbage for every half of green cabbage. I like to use fine Himalayan salt and just sliced red salt as you go and massage and hug and it'll draw out its own moisture. Then you add your diced apple, turmeric and ginger. Now you can place slices of fruit around your jar which will look very pretty Fuji fruit, apple or pear. Uh, I like to use a star cookie cutter because it's Christmas so the festive star looks really nice or a couple of hearts and just place those around the outside. You can make it like a vegetable medley and add different sorts of uh, spiralized veggies and that always looks very pretty, tastes good too. But do remember the more ingredients that you add to your sauerkraut the softer the cabbage will be because your best quality sauerkraut is very bright and crisp and has that oh beautiful odor and a pleasantly spicy taste so back to the apple kraut just um, make sure that it's oxygen free that there's no air going to get into your little your container and put it on a saucer in case you get some overflow and cover it so that you keep out the sunlight and uv light just with like a cotton tea towel, a dark tea towel will be fine. Then over to the fermenting fairies and that oxygen-free jar, something like a Fido, an Italian Fido, a good quality one. And as I said, out of the direct light. And that one you can taste test at about 14 days. Your regular sauerkrauts like that you're making your crocs and things are like four to six weeks. But that one is quicker than the wings of our plane, as I call the plain old cabbage and salt. With the plain cabbage and salt you can put like a touch of kelp or caraway but because that one contains fruit it's a lot quicker a christmas sauerkraut we're down to number four is a red and green cabbage cranberries 
some cinnamon, nutmeg, ginger, turmeric, a little bit of vanilla powder and a few orange slices. Not too much orange, just a couple of slices and put, put a bit of the, your sauerkraut at the bottom of your jar. Then put your orange slices around so you'd only need two to four at the most and then top it up with the, the rest of your Christmas kraut. You know, roast pork is um, in the Eastern Austria's traditional Sunday lunch. And the pork loin, it comes with that crunchy crust and it's often topped with cumin and it's served with bread dumplings. And the spicy horseradish and sa sauerkraut are often served with that pork. Do you know why? Because it helps digest the well-loved crunchy but fatty upper crust. Number five is peach and pear and with a bit of goji. This is really one of my favourites for Christmas. You don't need to do too much with this one. Just green cabbage, diced pear and some goji berries. Your dried goji berries will plump right up and oh, so, so tasty. My grandma, Matilda Augusta Stein, she would include her classic sauerkraut in most of her recipes. She'd make them in big barrels and, you know, all us kids would get in to help and we'd get our little feet cleaned in the shower and we'd get in there and push it down with our feet in the big barrels. It was so much fun. And she would get everyone back with their little jars to fill it up when it was ready so everyone had a little bottle. And that's the beauty of sauerkraut is the sharing of it, sharing of the good bacteria, that good bacteria that's been formed in all those little communities of of all different strains of bacteria and then you can share it within your own community of family and friends. It's such a f excellent flavour booster to everything and all types of foods, salads and stir fries at the last moment when you're just about to serve your stir fry, just put a scoop of your sauerkraut through. Even your fruits and your salsas, fresh salsas, put a scoop of your sauerkraut, even if you're blending it, it is just so, gives it that taste, it substitutes all your salt, you don't need to use salt again. Your green smoothies, your cacao treats, your raw treats, just, it's, it's just superb with the cacao. Sandwiches and sushi and rice rolls, there's just so much you can do with it. When making your, um, grandma would often put a layer of cooked potato in the middle of a small bottles of kraut. We've tried it with sweet potato too. Just make sure that the cook layer doesn't creep to the surface. Grandma would add whole cabbage leaves in the middle of a fermenting crocs and that's beautiful when you're doing a big quantity because they're wonderful, the full cabbage leaves for cabbage rolls. How about a gut-loving bouquet? Just add some fresh edible flowers to your sauerkraut. That's so pretty for gift-giving. It's like giving a bunch of flowers and they, the addition of those couple of edible flowers. It's so good, and good for your gut, Auntie. So some root vegetables you can add like carrots and horseradish and daikon radish and beetroot, not all together in separate sort of white. Same with your fruits like your apples and your pears, pineapples, beautiful carambola, which is your star fruit, which is pretty for a festive touch. And prickly pear works nicely too. From Russia, we have kapusta, which is the Russian sauerkraut. Some of the sage babushkas, they used the cabbage and grated carrot, salt, and they even put sugar in there. I've made one, but I omit the sugar. But sugar works in much the same way as salt. But this, is, that, this one is very quick. I know my dear friend Magda, 
um, she makes one with cabbage, carrots, salt, pears, and lots of herbs, but it's cut very, very fine. So the fermentation time is a lot quicker. And Magda just leaves it on the counter for three to five days, but she consumes it in the following week. So it's not like our traditional sauerkraut where it just lasts for a year or more in the fridge. So it's a different technique, and because it's just so fine and ferments so quick, but it's very tasty as well. It's good to have variety. You can add to your sauerkrauts many spices and herbs, things like juniper berries and caraway seeds. Parsley is a wonderful herb for fermentation, and so is dill and fennel, and fresh ginger and turmeric. You can use powder. You don't have, if you don't have the fresh available. Uh, red red cabbage and juniper berry and a couple of juniper carambala slices to put that Christmas star in there is a lovely kraut. But just red cabbage and juniper berry is, and it has lot, you can use it as bases for lots of salads. Your classic sauerkraut is just cabbage with a touch of caraway. Grandma used to say that the caraway, caraway was seen, was there to keep the bugs away. But a lot of German sauerkraut is often spiced with your juniper berries, caraway seeds and dill. Some whole spices that you can substitute for caraway, I like your juniper berry because, and that, as I said, is beautiful with your red cabbage. But fenugreek and dill and or fennel seeds. Fennel seeds will probably be your best bet for a substitute for caraway in sauerkraut, especially with your green cabbage. Your fennel and caraway are relatives. Some peeps don't like that earthy flavour of caraway, but I find that once it's mixed into a salad with a dressing, you find the flavour is very subtle. But with a finished sauerkraut, if it doesn't pass your taste test, if you, you, you can kill the good beasties and you can cook with it. And there's plenty of recipes that I've got there if you go and have a look at my sexy sauerkraut book, which is on, that, on my online home at linnystein.com. Um, there's Christmas potato soup and dumplings and pancakes and there's a lot more that you can do with it. If you go to a visit to France, you'll find, I won't be able to pronounce this well, I did have a French husband, my Richard Delaghi de Alton, and my son is Thierry Delaghi de Alton, but I don't have my hubby anymore. Unfortunately, he's up in heaven, but he'd be able to say, Lenny Choucro, Gane, and it's French for dressed sauerkraut. They, there's, I know um, Richard's mum would make some beautiful meals with sauerkraut and she'd cook it very slow and low. The one was this hearty mound of the braised sauerkraut and it was paired with potatoes and a parade of all kinds of pork products, especially encased meats, which she used to make herself. I love the way that the French use all the pig except the oink. But they, what she would do is she would cover the kraut with wine. Sometimes she would use water or even apple juice. She was living in, in, in Tasmania and she had a lot of fresh apples. And I know when I went there for Christmas once, she made this for our Christmas dinner. And she let it soak for about half an hour, 30 minutes. Then she drained and she pressed out any moisture placing the sauerkraut in a heat-proof baking dish or a casserole. She added a small amount of broth or wine or even beer or whatever liquid and topped with vegetables and a combination of any proteins of choice. 
but she always had plenty of her snags, as we call here in Australia, because, as I said, she used to make all her own encased meats. And she'd cook at very slow temperature for many hours. And it was very, very tasty. In it, there's a well-loved Latin American sauerkraut, and it's spiced with oregano and red pepper flakes. In El Salvador, the culture is heavily influenced by the people and by the Spanish who wandered south from Mexico. I think they used to like to call it New Spain in the early 16th century. It's a lightly fermented cabbage and pineapple dish. Oh, and it's very tasty. They Typically, they served it with a little corn patty that was stuffed with cheese and meat. The red sauerkraut that I spoke about with the juniper berries, if you take one red organic cabbage and thinly slice it, a tablespoon of ginger and turmeric that's finely chopped, and a tablespoon of juniper berries that are whole, approximately about two tablespoons of fine Himalayan salt you would be using for a a good-sized red organic cabbage, but just some slice, as I said, and salt it as you go so that it's evenly distributed, just fine little pinches. Don't add, like, do a tablespoon, just plonk it in there. Just finely cover it and give it, if, if you're not into massaging, you can still finely lightly cover it as you slice and layer it into your bowl and then put something with a heavy weight on top and walk away and leave it or leave it overnight and you'll find that that salt will draw out enough moisture for you. Organic dried fruit teems well, as we spoke about the goji with the fresh pear, or just straight cranberry. I like cranberry and fresh fennel. That's really nice in it with a green cabbage. Turmeric and fennel work really well. You can use turmeric powder or a bit. Of, you can even combine the two. Like what I like to do is your green cabbage with some turmeric powder, some finely um, diced fresh turmeric and fennel and just put the fennel around the outside like the whole leaf and cut a little bit of fennel through that is a superb that's one of my favorite sauerkrauts you can just add as we said lemon peel just straight lemon peel a pineapple turmeric and ginger is nice if you find that your cabbage has been in storage for a while even if you bought like an organic cabbage, I mean, it's had to have come, it's had to have been harvested and gone to a supply place and then to the shop. So it has been in storage. Uh, sometimes they don't draw out a lot of moisture. The reason being is that they have been kept in storage. So the moisture is harder to bring out. If you add something with a moisture to it, you'll find that that will draw out the moisture, especially because you're adding the salt. So pineapple and a sweet pepper, we call them a capsicum. That and a little bit of turmeric and ginger, that will is a beautiful, I mean, a pickled pineapple is just lovely and fermentation is doing its own pickling for you. You can, of course, pull out the, the pineapple and use it and put it into many things. And I, even on top of many things, we make a sweet potato uh, pizza that's just made with cooked sweet potato and green banana flour and we just roll it out and cook it on a pizza tray and then we put toppings on top and we pick out some of that pineapple from the pineapple sauerkraut and put that on top and it is just wonderful. Any turmeric, I think turmeric should be added to many ferments because it's very anti-inflammatory as we know turmeric but when turmeric is fermented it actually becomes water soluble which makes it more easily absorbed by your body. 
It also has superior bioavailability because the nutrients in turmeric are converted into a form that the body can easily utilize. And as we, I spoke, we can always use it fresh if you have it available or just use organic powder turmeric or a combination of the both. I often like to add some fresh grated ginger and a bay leaf from our garden and that looks pretty in the bottle. Slide down a couple of fresh bay leaves. Carrot and horseradish is a lovely variety, a lovely combination. My grandma at New Year, we're going, it seems we're in the festive spirit, we'll go on from Christmas to New Year. She would always make a roast pork and she would say, you eat your sour cabbage for a sweet year ahead. So having your sauerkraut on New Year's Day brings luck, some say. And she would always say, you never serve it with chicken, not on New Year's Day, because then you'll be scratching for money all year. Bless my grandma. She would say it's just like chickens that scratch for food. So she would take like a, a four to a five pound pork roast, a teaspoon of salt and a teaspoon of pepper, three quarters of a cup of water and two litres of sauerkraut an onion and an apple chopped and a dash of caraway seeds. She'd combine the salt and pepper and rub it into the roast. And then in a Dutch oven, she'd brown the roast in two tablespoons, which she would use lard, and then add the water. She'd cover and cook for about 45 minutes, then remove the lid and mix the sauerkraut and the chopped onion with the meat drippings. And she'd place the sauerkraut on top of the meat. And she'd add enough water to nearly cover the sauerkraut and cook for another 30 minutes or longer until the roast was done. The caraway seeds and apple slices were added to the sauerkraut to enhance the flavour. Now we're cooking there and the purist, the fermenting purist, will come at me and say, Lenny, you've just cooked out all the good bacteria that's been made. But oh boy, we eat plenty of it in its raw state, so it's not a problem. So it does have, it does have its places where you can use it. In, in your cooking and it just enhances the flavour. Edible flowers and forage greens and seaweed is another beautiful mix, as is kale and bitter melon, but that is uh, that that combination you're only using very small amounts. So it's it's not over don't put too much kale. Kale is I think better to use fresh and mix it in when your sauerkraut is already made. The flesh of your mature green pawpaw or papaya and you shred it, that makes a very pleasing taste to your sauerkraut. Add a little bit of shredded carrot, daikon, that's your white radish, and a little bit of horseradish and just a small amount of curry spice. That's one of my fave sauerkrauts too. For therapeutic purposes, leave the green skin on of your pawpaw or your papaya and add any white seeds, if it has the white seeds, because being green, it hasn't completely formed. It hasn't become ripe, so the seeds won't have become black and they'll be white. And pop the little white seeds in and they'll ferment up really nice. Take They don't, they don't come out hard because they're already soft, but they soften up. You don't even notice them through your through your sauerkraut. If you've got black seeds in there, don't, don't pop them into your sauerkraut because it'll overpower the taste. They do make a great pepper substitute. You can dry them and you can add them to a grinder, your black pawpaw seeds. The green papaya skin is, is reported to have the same benefits as the leaves. 
It's the green pawpaw leaves. You know how you can make a tea. It's very good for anyone that has platelet problems. It can, if you make up the pawpaw leaf tea and drink that in little bits, it can really raise your platelet levels. But do check with a professional if you're if you do have a platelet problem. You can use your waste bits in your sauerkraut, like your banana peels and watermelon rind. You can think, oh my gosh, Linny, why would I put watermelon rind? Well, pickled watermelon, properly lacto-fermented pickled watermelon rind um, pickles is just superb, especially added on a cheese platter. If you pop them into your sauerkraut, you can move, pick them out and put them into just like little dishes or have it as it is in there. It, it doesn't come out tough. It comes out nice and soft. Uh, your banana peels, as long as they're organic, and you slice those through nice and fine, they are the same. And of course, we know that the banana peels are full of the potassium, like what's in banana. And when you when you go through the fermentation process, it is just wonderful. A cauliflower mix is wonderful too. I like to use, say, cauliflower, turmeric, and a little tiny bit of chilli, some rose petals, organic rose petals, and some lavender buds. Your cabbage would be at least 75% of the mixture. That's nice if you're going to be having a curry and you put you want like different little bowls. That cauliflower sauerkraut is just wonderful. The cauliflower, remember Mark Twain called it a cabbage with a college education. It featured a head of undeveloped flower buds and stems. And you can use kohlrabi too. It, it, it was a cabbage with swollen stems. A German word kohlrabi means cabbage turnip. Carambola and turmeric, and we've spoke about the Christmas star. That looks very pretty. You know, the star fruit, it's easy to see where that fruit got its name. There's many other names at that star fruit. The carambola, carambola is the Indian name, I believe. It's a five-angled fruit. Uh, there's Chinese tamarind. It's often called a coolie tamarind. Five fingers, Chinese star fruit. There are a few varieties of it. We have two trees growing in our yard. They say they're a medium tree, but here in the tropics, they grow huge. They're massive things. And one variety is very sour. It's quite tart in flavour. That one has the narrow ribs on the outside. The sweet variety has the thick, fleshy ribs. They said this one's a white one, and they're both, and the other's more yellow, and they're both considered sweet. But I like to use the sour tart, tart variety in place of lemons or lime slices, especially when I'm making that, that citrus sauerkraut. Eating your food is not merely ingesting nutrition. It's really living a tradition. I just love sauerkraut. It's an easy introduction to a new and old way of life. Making it just always brings back my memories of making it with my beautiful grandma, Matilda Augusta. Oh, my grandma was the most beautiful, giving lady. It's a skill that almost anyone can learn, right from the very young, as I always did with grandma, right through to the elderly, and we all need it. Sauerkraut brine is just the medicine in a jar, and there's three ways to make your sauerkraut brine, and that's the introduction. It's the perfect introduction to fermentation, and it's something that we all should we all should be having the father of naturopathy. He has it written in, you, you can read way back to his early writings where he called it the broom that came through and swept out the intestines. 
he would speak about it for parasites for young children, how it got rid of the wormies. And parasites are a big problem with us today. All, not just children, everybody walking the earth seems to have some autoimmune disease. And a lot of this comes back to the parasites. So sauerkraut brine really is just a medicine in a jar. You start off with only like a teaspoon a day and you increase it. When you get to three to five days, you're up to about a tablespoon until you, your body can handle about like a half a cup and you might have that twice a day. You will listen to your body. It will talk to you and you use it as a salt replacement. You use it in and on everything, into your dips. Uh, for children, my boy, my son, Thierry, he's now 17, but I put it even right onto my nipples when I, it was a way of giving him his probiotics. So when he was breastfeeding, I would just put it on and cabbage is very healing. A lot of people will know that it's an old time remedy that when you get trouble with your milk and your, your boobies get so heavy you know, and painful, they used to put poultices of cabbage leaves around. So it's a very healing food. Jeez, I got off the track there. We went from Christmas to, to breastfeeding. But believe me, fresh homemade sauerkraut really does have an awesome flavour. The sourness can be a great addition to your plate. Once you learn where to mix it in, that's the problem with it. We just we, And people make it and put it in their fridge and they forget about it. But it and we're not to confuse it with that vinegary pickled cabbage. Sauerkraut is not noticeably salty, vinegary, Though it has a slightly sour taste, it's or it's not crunchy. It's rather it has a. I like to think of it as a comfortably texture with mild acidity. Very beautiful, but in sauerkraut, not only helps store your cabbage for longer, it enhances the nutrient value, including things like vitamin C and K, and it adds the assimilation of your B vitamins, and it makes cabbage easier to digest by breaking down the complex proteins. Sauerkraut will also sweeten your small and large intestine, like we spoke of, that broom that comes through and just cleans it out. It's properly prepared and fermented sauerkraut has probiotic living cultures. They're teeming with more lactobacillus bacteria than any yogurt that you can make. It's increasing healthy flora populations in your digestive tract. The necessary bacteria and yeast are naturally present on your organic cabbage leaves. So apart from your salt to start the process, no other ingredients are really required. I've just given you 20 ways, but really the more simple you can keep it, the better it is. Your natural fermentation or what is known as lacto-fermentation, that's got nothing to do with lacto as in dairy. It's named for the lactic acid it produces. It's a wonderful traditional method of preserving your organic vegetables and, of course, enhancing their nutritional value. So really, all it uses is salt, nature and time. But what is most amazing, it's the only method of food preservation that adds nutrients, including enzymes, vitamins and probiotic live bacteria. So it's really a triple bonus. It really is a gift. It improves your immune system as well as your overall health, whilst imparting a feeling of well-being and increased energy levels. Oh, 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 did we mention that sexy sauerkraut helps with your sugar cravings? So it is a gift. It's every day of the year. It's definitely worth more cabbages in your garden.
that's for sure. Onion and garlic can be too overpowering in your sauerkraut. I know a lot of people put it in there, but it's best to mix it in fresh when you're serving. Or the very bestest of bestest ways is to ferment your onions and garlic separately. Onions are beautiful, especially for Christmas, like little um, fermented little pickled onions. You can do them uh, sliced, you can do them whole, you can do them with turmeric, you can do them in a turmeric brine. Uh, turmeric bok choy brine is perfect. Bok choy brine is lovely when you've got to make like a vegetable that doesn't draw its own liquid like in a cabbage, like in your garlic and your, your onions. You can use the bok choy brine because it's neutral in flavour and it's going to give you that same lovely start because that lactic acid bacteria is on the leaves. Any peeps that are worried about hydrothyroidism who really need to avoid the cabbage family can offset its effects by adding in that iodine-rich sea vegetables to any of your cabbage-based fermentables. We are not, we're, there's so much that we need to learn or can learn and do learn uh, and science has even jumped on board and, and are helping because they're doing lots of testing. Trouble is with something that's homemade, handmade and when they're testing it, they're more testing on, on sauerkrauts that have been made for commercial purposes. So you're not getting the full value and you never will because no two will ever be the same. There's so many things that, that in the, are in the environment of where we've chosen the the vegetable where it's grown and how it's been prepared and the temperature that it's been allowed to ferment in. But with with worrying about anyone with thyroid problem and eating eating the cabbage family and with the fermenting, we're not sure what it does, but if you can add some kelp, you're pretty well covered. I like to always have kelp mixed in with my salt because I think it's an easy way and you use it at the start of playing with your vegetables. I purchase a combined, it's a Tasmanian kelp and Himalayan fine pink, pink salt and it just makes the job easy peasy. I don't have any thyroid problems but I do like the kelp and it, it actually in my big crocs that I do of just straight cabbage, that's all I put. I don't put caraway in anymore, I just put the kelp in with the salt and it actually swells. You have these little tiny bits of kelp all through your cabbage and it's just beautiful and you know, I've had some in my fridge for like three years and it's, it's got better. It's just so beautiful. So the idea is once you've made it is you need to mix it in. So we're speaking Christmas. So Christmas kale and a, and a, and a red sauerkraut salad. You just make it like if you haven't made a traditional kale salad where, where you, you get your kale and you massage it with your virgin olive oil. Just start with about two cups of your chopped kale and massage it with extra virgin olive oil with your hands and it'll cover it completely and it'll go a little bit limp. And then add a cup of greens, like um, your fresh seasonal greens. And one and a half cups of cooked quinoa. I like to soak my quinoa and milk kefir overnight and give that a rinse and just steam it up. And a cup of red sauerkraut. Mix ingredients together. And then add up a, a mushed up ripe avocado. So get your avocado and mush that through. Avocado is wonderful to put into any of your sauerkraut salads. It helps take away the sourness for some people when they start, start to use it. And it makes it nice and creamy as well. Then top it with two couple of diced tomatoes. You can put a dash of your ginger beet kvass or something if you like, but not, not necessary. 
So there you have Christmas kale and red sauerkraut salad. That'll keep in your fridge for at least a week. But And it's nice made the day before that you want to serve it for, like if you're doing it for Christmas lunch. A Christmas superfood tabbouleh is a beautiful mix. Just mix your finished sauerkraut with some pre-cooked quinoa, some diced tomato, some fresh greens and some herbs. Beautiful. You can stuff a seeded cucumber with sauerkraut. Very nice for a festive platter. You can put your different colours of sauerkraut through with your green seed uh, cucumber. Just go through, take out the seeds and stuff it with your cucumber and then slice it up. You've got nice little slices. Sauerkraut and its twin sister, um, sour ribbon uh, or sour turnips, they're easy to make because when you just add your salt and your cabbage, the cabbage and the turnips, they just cure in their own brine, basically. <laughs> it's us as a human, our role is very small. It's those beautiful fermenting fairies, aka the microbes, the invisible organisms that are doing all the work for us. Many people aren't quite familiar with the turnips preserved in the matter of in the manner of sauerkraut, but like your sauerkraut, it's a tasty dish and it combines the quality of a vegetable and a relish. I love fermented turnips, they're beautiful, you just shred them and it'll double for sauerkraut in any meal plan. Both the foods contribute to your calcium and some vitamin C to the family diet and since much of their mineral content is in the juice, that's that brine that we're speaking of, you can chill the juice for a healthful cocktail and it perks up your appetite before meals. For festive meals, it's very it's very handy to have a little dose of your brine before you be going to go out, especially if you're going out to any festive parties. The crisp texture and the pungent flavour of sauerkraut and sour ribbon, it makes it a contrast when you serve them with you know, pork cuts and roasts, your Christmas ropes, spare ribs, sausages. You can enjoy it in salads. If you're vegetarian, it's just perfect. You can put it into any proteins that you that you wish. You can put it into any sandwiches, in soups or stews just before you serve them. You can, you can cook it and cook it into dumplings and pancakes. But if you want the really good beasties, just drink that juice. Drink the brine that you squeeze out before cooking. And of course, there are always the old favourites, pickled pig feet with sauerkraut and whiners with sauerkraut. Many families around the festive table enjoy sauerkraut with duck or goose. Merry Krautmas, everybody. Don't forget you can download my Christmas gift of the 20 ways to sauerkraut. You don't need to sign up for anything. Just pop into linneystein.com and share it along with a friend because all our friends need sauerkraut. So make a few bottles and get some people together and hug and massage a cabbage. Love and bacteria, Linny.